Hey everyone, I'm Chris Saliza, editor-at-large and politics reporter, in for David Chalian. I write and host The Point newsletter and YouTube show for CNN. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, January the 27th. In mid-March, the Republican resistance to Donald Trump will gather in Northern Virginia. The occasion? It's a fundraiser for Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney with Utah Senator Mitt Romney, the 2012 Republican presidential nominee, as the special guest. But he's far from the only notable Republican who will be there. That list includes former Vice President Dick Cheney, former Department of Homeland Security Secretary Michael Chertoff, former Virginia Congresspeople Barbara Comstock and Denver Riggleman, and longtime lobbyist Charlie Black. Now, a key thing to note here. Mitt Romney is the only elected official who is currently in office scheduled to be at Cheney's event. And Romney has been vocal about his opposition to Trump, especially as it pertains to January the 6th. Those who choose to continue to support is a dangerous gambit by objecting to the results of a legitimate democratic election will forever be seen as being complicit in an unprecedented attack against our democracy. Many of the other people on the invite list are regulars of the George W. Bush and even the George Herbert Walker Bush administration. So basically, everyone who opposes Donald Trump will be at this event, except for a few people like Illinois Congressman Adam Kinzinger and Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski. But this is the resistance, no question. But when we talk about the context here, it's important to note that Liz Cheney has become increasingly isolated from the Republican Party over the last year. Before January 6, 2021, Cheney was a rising star in the party, voting in favor of Trump's legislation quite often. But after the Capitol insurrection on January 6, Cheney was quick and public in blaming Trump for the attack. Cheney wound up being one of only 10 House Republicans to vote in favor of impeaching Trump for his role on January 6. On May 12th, as a result of that vote, Cheney was ousted from her position as chair of the Republican conference by a voice vote. The night before that vote, when her fate was pretty much sealed, Cheney had this to say. I will not sit back and watch in silence while others lead our party down a path that abandons the rule of law and joins the former president's crusade to undermine our democracy. Currently, Cheney serves as the vice chairwoman of the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection. Take a listen to what she said on the one-year anniversary of January 6th a few weeks back. There's never been a situation where you've had a president engaged in a more serious uh, violation of his oath of office, of his duty to the Constitution. We have to get this right, and we have to put this above politics. So Cheney was punished, stripped of her leadership position for her opposition to Trump, her vote to impeach him. It's now clear from that and a lot of other signals that the population of Republicans opposed to Trump is pretty, pretty small. In fact, a CNN poll from September 2021 showed that 63% of Republicans said they wanted Trump to be the leader of the party going forward. More than 6 in 10, 63% of Republicans nationally said they want Trump to run again in 2024, according to a new Marquette Law School poll. Three quarters of Republicans in that same poll had a favorable view of Trump. So one thing is abundantly clear. Although there are some Republicans willing to stand up to Donald Trump, they are significantly outnumbered by Trump loyalists in the party. Another thing to note here is that although some Republican leaders do seem to be opposed to Trump, they haven't done nearly enough to try to turn the party from him. One prime example, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. 
McConnell has walked a tightrope between Trump and the party going forward for months now. He condemned the former president's lies about the 2020 election and the attack on the Capitol. There's no question, none, that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. But he did that only after voting against impeaching Trump. And back in May, McConnell was adamantly opposed to a bipartisan committee to investigate what happened on January 6th. It was even reported that McConnell went so far as to say he'd consider it a, quote, personal favor, unquote, if his members opposed the legislation that supported the committee. If McConnell was that upset about the insurrection, why was he so against an independent 9-11-style commission to investigate the events? However, adding even more confusion, in December, so about seven months later, McConnell suddenly seemed to change his tune again. Listen to what he had to say in an interview with Spectrum News in December. I think the fact-finding is interesting. We're all going to be watching it. It was a horrendous event. And um, I think that what they're seeking to find out is something the public needs to know. So, although McConnell doesn't embrace Trump's false claims about the 2020 election, his actions surrounding January 6th show him very much walking on eggshells around Trump. And he is definitely not a member of the Trump resistance. Now, the other major Republican political leader, Kevin McCarthy, the House Minority Leader, is a Trump loyalist with a good chance to become the next House Speaker after the midterm elections. We remember that he took the House floor last November when Democrats were trying to pass the Build Back Better Act and spoke for a record eight hours and 32 minutes. What the Democrats are proposing is out of touch in the extreme. What we have before us isn't a social spending bill. It's a pathway to socialism. That was him most likely trying to very publicly get back in the good graces of the party leader, former President Trump. As the House Republican Conference has gotten more conservative, more populist, and more committed to Trump's vision for the party, such as it is, McCarthy's leadership has reflected the shifting priorities. Take Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and Arizona Congressman Paul Gosar. Despite countless controversies with the GOP's most extreme members using violent or bigoted language, McCarthy's largely resisted calls for both inside and outside the party to discipline these two. But as I've noted, he was quick to oust anti-Trump Congresswoman Liz Cheney as conference chairwoman for voting with their conscience to impeach Trump for what he did on January the 6th. So one thing is clear here. There's no fight over who controls the Republican Party. Donald Trump won that battle and Republicans that oppose him are few and far between. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Chris Eliza and thanks so much for listening. Please take a minute and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more of me and my political analysis, subscribe to my nightly email newsletter, The Point, and to CNN's YouTube channel. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing, netsuite.com briefing.